Hi and welcome to Lessons in Resilience, the podcast series where we talk about what resilience really looks like. I'm your host, resilience coach Pam Cotman, and in each episode I'll be sharing tips to help you create a kinder, more realistic toolkit for coping with change, challenge, self-doubt, stress, all the inevitable ups and downs of life. In this last episode of the series, I wanted to offer something special to support parents and carers over the coming weeks. Yes, I'm talking about summer holidays and how the hell we juggle work, kids and our collective sanity and well-being over the next couple of months. They are on the horizon and the conversations are already in full swing. What are you doing? What are your kids doing? Where are you going? How are you managing work and kids? And it's that last question that's coming up most often in the conversations I'm having, particularly among the women I know who are trying to figure out how to make time for all the things that make up a good summer, whatever that means to you, without leaving themselves completely exhausted by the end of it. It's something I did a bit of reflection on about a week or two into the summer holidays last year because it was my first with two school age kids and without the magic that was year round nursery care. I'd had some really lovely time with the kids and was finding that not just my motivation, but the time and space I had available for work just had dwindled massively. I realised that I wanted most of the time to give myself over to the kids and to enjoy a proper break over the weeks that followed. But with that came this mild sense of panic about how I'd then get everything done come September. And so at that point, I focused on trying to keep to a few scheduled work days to make the most of some space when the kids were vegging on the sofa first thing in the morning and just knowing and trying to hold on to the fact that I I benefited from a breather from the work, shoulds from a general lowering of expectations and always feeling more motivated and creative as a result, whether that's the summer holidays or any other holiday we have. So in this last episode of the series, I wanted to offer you five summer holiday tips, something you can use as a one-off now to plan ahead or as a weekly check-in, if you prefer, but something to help you manage work, kids and life in general over the coming weeks. So here we go. Here's number one, feelings and expectations. Give yourself a minute to really think about how you're feeling, knowing that however you're feeling is okay and allowed, and then use that to figure out what you need. What are your realistic expectations for the summer? I generally find lowering mine helps. And what is it that you need or want to put in place to allow for all of that? Number two, reflect on last year. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. Even if this summer looks a little bit different to last, for whatever reason, we can learn from what's gone before and we can use it to help us this year. So what worked last year? What didn't? And what does that mean you do or don't want and need for this summer? And that includes for you, your kids and your work. Number three, this takes us back to one of my favourite episodes from this series. Who's on your bench to help? We don't have to do this alone. There are so many of us in the same boat trying to manage all the things this summer. So dare to ask and offer some help. 
from partners, from family, from friends, from the other parents who are juggling all the same stuff that you're juggling and maybe looking for some childcare swaps. I saw a lovely message on a school WhatsApp group last year where someone offered exactly that. I will be happy to look after somebody else's kids if you would be happy to do the same in return for a couple of days over the summer. What a massive difference that would make to know there's somebody out there supporting you and your kids. Number four, make time for you. This is not just a break for the kids. You are going to need a breather too. And that's even or especially if you're working all the way through the summer. So whether it's five minutes between calls or sticking your out of office on and having a real breather from work, think about how you can create some pockets of space to top yourself up, even in small chunks of time. And my fifth and final tip for this episode and this series is how to get stuff done when you just don't have much time. Here are some of my favourites to do just that. Things like blocking time out in your diary, not planning things too early in the day to give yourself some breathing space or some family space, whichever you prefer at that point in time. Making a list, bunching similar tasks together and my all-time fave, sticking a timer on and your headphones in to increase your focus and block out whatever's going on around you. And so that's it. The first series of Lessons in Resilience comes to an end. I want to say a massive thank you to everyone who's listened, who's spread the word among friends and has got in touch in whichever way to tell me how much you've been enjoying it and finding the tips useful. I appreciate all of it. And I'm already, after a break, looking forward to coming back in the autumn term, ever the teacher, with more lessons in resilience. Hope you'll join me then. Have a great summer. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you found it useful. If you did, I'd love it if you would follow Lessons in Resilience on your favourite podcast platform. And while you're there, leave a review. It really helps with getting more listeners and spreading the word about what resilience really looks like. You might even choose to share this episode with a friend. If you want to find out more about my resilience work, head to the show notes where you'll find links to connect with me online and get in touch by email. I hope you'll join me again next time for more Lessons in Resilience.